Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time as we delve into the worlds of science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. I'm your host, Gene Turnbow. With me is my co-host, Susan Fox. Sign my chest! <laughs> and I do this to him every week. Ah, uh, it's like, you know, it's like Donald Duck in the Mickey Mouse show, and he gets the <laughs> gong, and you never know what, what he's going to do. And our guest our guest this evening is Alan Tudyk. Welcome to the show, Alan. Thank you very much. Alan Tudyk, who, thank God, can take a joke. <laughs> yeah. What would life be without it? Come on. We've been watching Con Men on the internet, your your web series, and it's hilarious. And oh, it, thank you, thank and, you. And it, and it's and it's oh God, we know that people. Oh God, I'm not that person, am I? <laughs> yeah, it's about cons, so uh, you know, it's it is people and in, in, uh, situations that I have people I've met and I've in situations I've been through, uh, but exaggerated and magnified and. Uh, well, hopefully it, put into a, a put you know told in a way that is meant to be funny but doesn't insult anyone much uh, <laughs> much unless yeah I don't I mean the the hope was and is still uh, that whenever Ray is insulting because he would be the one person who insults uh, people uh, he. You know, it comes back on him in a bad way. You know, mm-hmm. whatever um, pain he causes anyone, he's it's revisited on him tenfold. So, um, yeah, he's 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 meant to be the the sad sack at the middle of the whole thing who doesn't appreciate his life. Uh, and you look around, and he should. He's he has a great fan following. He's got this wonderful uh, uh, opportunity to go to all these cons and fans who love him, and he doesn't seem to appreciate. He doesn't appreciate it. He doesn't get he doesn't get why his why he doesn't have the same success that Nathan Fillion's character has, uh, who was also on a former sci-fi show. Nathan doesn't go to Nathan's character Jack doesn't go to all the cons because he's a super megastar like Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it, that's what frustrates Ray. And so when he's maybe faced with fans instead of embracing them, he it his resentment on his life rubs off on his interactions with his fans. You know, this is you know kind of like the uh, the Hawkeye story. You know, it's like all the Avengers have superpowers except this one guy who <laughs> shoots arrows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Patton Oswalt talks about him being like a sporting goods superhero. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's funny. That's Arrow funny. guy. Yeah, uh, I, I made a comment about Hawkeye at a con. And I said, I don't know, I was talking, oh, I was talking about my idea of Aquaman, that he, his superheroes, his superpowers that, or how he takes out his enemies is he just drags them into the sea and drowns them one by one. And and he has like uh, fishing nets, you know, tangled up in his, in his clothing. He smells awfully like fish. Like if I got to play Aquaman, that's how I would want to do it. And, and uh, I said, it's better than just shooting arrows. And it was in a in a panel, and the whole audience went, "Whoa!" <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you'd have the Green Arrow and the Hawkeye. Fans, well, that's right, and the Green Arrow was at that con. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I hadn't. Oh, hilarious! Really figured in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, you know, we have how many songs do we have 
that we play about uh, Aquaman? Oh, like there's there's, there's ten, five. Yeah, there's about a million songs about Superman. There's about six about Aquaman, and you know, four out of you know, and four of them are about how he sucks. <laughs> I think he's Poseidon. Like in like in he's every huge. Well, Jason Momoa. He's oh yum. yeah, oh that was huge. Yum. Oh, he's Literally. gonna be. He's he's gonna completely repaint what the character means to means to the public. I yeah. don't know. I think in Batman: The Brave and the Bold, they kind of started going that way. They they made him a jolly, encouraging fellow with a very. You know, John DiMaggio and his booming voice. Outrageous. And he, can, and he sings very well. Yeah, he does. I think we need Aquaman who can sing. Have you done voiceover work? Oh, God, yes. Did you <laughs> not look at it. IMDb? You were, yeah, what, yeah. What voiceover work he have was you done? Young, he was in Young Justice. He's been in a bunch of Disney stuff. I was he Superman. Was, I, was yeah, Superman I was in Disney. I, I'm, I'm in a lot of Disney these days. I'm uh, in the upcoming Zootopia but I, I've convinced them that I'm their good luck charm uh-huh. because I played King Candy from uh, Wreck and Ralph. Oh, yeah. I did that. And then I did uh, the Duke of Wesselton from Frozen. And I was in Big Hero 6. I played uh, Alistair Cray, who was sort of as closest to my voice, which is rare. And then I play I – play, because uh, I was the – Duke of Wesselton in uh, Frozen, and so in Zootopia, I'm the Duke of Weaseltown, and uh, he's a, so I'm the so they're playing off of my old character, so they're they're great. I get to do all that, and Star in the Forces of Evil is one of my favorites. If you don't know that one, that's a lot of fun. I play Ludo. I'm one of the Forces of Evil. Awesome. That, yeah. I had I suspected that you had been in a bunch of stuff, but I had no idea you'd been in that much. I mean, yeah, it's oh become God, a lot. So it's become uh, ha- very happily uh, a lot. I, I actually record uh, Puss in Boots tomorrow. Oh, I'm up for a uh, an Annie this Saturday. The Annies, uh, the Animation Awards. Um, yeah, we should go. It's fun. It's uh, it's a good one. Uh, you see Seth Green there. That you know a lot of good uh, animation that you a lot of good voiceover people. But the thing about voiceover is a lot of them you don't know. <laughs> So I, I got us off track from Con Man. Oh, and okay. uh, no, that's good. This, he, like if PJ was here, our producing partner, he'd be like, so Con Man, and he would come, he'd bring us right back. Uh, so I'll, I'll do PJ's job there. <laughs> so how did it all start? It all started, uh, I, you know, actually, there are a lot of people at cons, a lot of different guests uh, that have said, who experienced cons again and again and again, said, you know, this is a, there's a TV series in this, or there's a movie in this. There's this is just such this place is so uh, extreme. There are such extremes here. It, it would make for great television or a great movie, a great storytelling. And uh, I agree. I, I, I had the same thought and uh, had had a movie that I was writing, and then uh, my manager suggested that I write write it as a series, and so. I I thought about it and figured out this way to do it and um, that it would follow my character, Ray, who was, you know, unhappy in his life. And that that's the trajectory of us. He needs to figure out he has it. He has a great life and he's he's the only one making his life miserable that the the. And that the fans are the heroes and they're very forgiving and very talk about like they're very loving. You know, they just give Mm -hmm. him love and support and he. He doesn't see it at all. And uh, so uh, I started writing them. PJ is a friend of ours, of Nathan Fillion's and mine, and he, he used to produce commercials and uh, ran a production company for years. And he wrote some science fiction books. He wrote four science fiction books called the Softwire series Ooh. and for young adults. And we're going to have to have him on the show just by himself. Yeah. Talk he's, about the books. He's, he's very knowledgeable and, and uh, he's great. I mean, it came in handy when, so the show, so Ray, my character, Ray, who's on a canceled TV show, which is very familiar. He was on a space show that was canceled a little over 10 years ago, too soon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there was a huge fan following that swelled up, uh, that, that came in its place. They all, they want a movie to be made, which hasn't been made. And, uh, my character, Ray was the pilot. Nathan Fillion's character, Jack was the captain in the, 
Spectrum, which was the TV show that was canceled, in the show within the show, so the serious show that was canceled within the comedy that is Con Man, I had an idea about a ragtag crew traveling around the universe, uh, universes. No, there's just one universe, the galaxies. See, this is where PJ also comes in handy. PJ had created this whole idea of the universe uh, and all of these races of aliens, which are extraordinary. And I said, well, what if our ragtag crew bumps up against your what you've already created and we borrow a couple of characters from that and then take off on our journey? And he was in it and he was all for it. And he knows the business side of things, which I know nothing about. And we, I just kept writing scripts and we started shopping it around Hollywood. And Hollywood was uh, a mess. <laughs> it was um, an education. We, um, we would find people who were very enthusiastic, but they would always want to change things, as you would expect, because they're putting up the money. Well, and because they want to spit in it and stir it around until they like the flavor. Yes, exactly. And some of them had garlic in their spit. And you don't want to drink garlic. You oh. never, ever want that. And so as they were spitting in our liquids... <laughs> you don't want liquids mingling between strangers oh. so um not without protection not without protection and definitely not with people from you know just executives from hollywood you don't know where they've been i was just gonna say yes that. i do That's why. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. and if you do know it's it's not good uh so they, they were always trying to change things and if you bring if you bring the convention world to someone who doesn't know the convention world and you say comedy the a, a lot of people their first idea about that is oh make fun of the fans you know yeah, because there's you know because it's a, the low-hanging fruit it's so easy right and it's people who don't know the world so they they watch comic-con on their news every year and they've got uh reporters out there with a camera and a microphone going oh my god look at all these crazy people and they're not people as much as they are just props. And so we got a lot of that where people, they go, oh, we get it. And just like you said, it, it's, it's low-hanging fruit and it's boring. Like if you do tell that joke, it's over. It's insulting your audience. It's insulting. It's just – it's not – it's dumb. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely not a show. It's not funny. It's none of the things you – Wanted to be, and definitely not what we want con men to be. Well, like that uh, that show. What was it? Heroes of Cosplay. Oh, you know. Oh my God, it, bad. They, they, the it, real costumers it was a real, were just just rolled their eyes. It was a it was weeks. a reality show that supposedly showed us the seamier side, if you'll pardon the pun, oh. of costuming mm -hmm. at conventions, and it was all it was all completely fabricated. Again, another pun. Again, a, a, another clothing pun. It was, but it was all fake. And the the customers who actually do this stuff were rolling their eyes, and the people who are watching it were going, "Eh, who cares?" <laughs> you know, this uh, this obviously looks like it's it's uh, synthesized. Well, Why do I care about this? And it like rolled over and died with uh, before the first season was over. Yeah. Wow. Now I, I think it goes back to William Shatner's Saturday Night Live bit, which right? Didn't really do us any favors. You know, I got a life, you know. right? And and to to their credit, the fans sort of took it as a rallying cry. You know, the you know, get a life was that's where we were. Right. And then it's then a, there's Galaxy Quest. And I I call Con hi there, and I call Con Man a, a Galaxy Quest without the aliens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, G Galaxy Quest did it right. Like there were, you know, you had Justin Long's character who was, you know, v a, a very committed fan to the point of obsessive and, uh, and his friends. But they saved the universe in the end. You know, it yeah, was their devotion yeah. that saved everybody. So that was a great way to tell that story. Thank you, you know, for noticing. <laughs> What's that? The f Thank you for noticing. The fans did save the day in that. Yes, absolutely. Did you know? Did you notice on the uh, DVD there is a uh, an Thermian soundtrack? <laughs> yes, the alternate Alien language soundtrack. track. Nobody lets me play that for some it's all. The, there's a soundtrack that you know, like you you uh, switch languages on the DVD. Well, this one's right. in Thermian, and the entire show is done it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's so great. If you have the if you have the movie, pop it in and take a look at that yeah. alternative language track. It is hysterical. <laughs> and and when they go to the alien speaking alien, they don't lapse into English. I checked. You do not have to. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, we're about to put out our DVD. I, I, I know. Can we steal that? Can we steal that? I guess it doesn't really work with ours to do Thermian. Uh, not really. No, not at all. <laughs> so, I, so many of the encounters that uh, that we see in Con Man are just... Uh, oh, God, just, I've seen that person. Yeah, <laughs> or, oh, God, I've been that person. I mean, you, you, if you're in fandom so long pleasant. enough, uh, you've seen, you see it all or you've done some of it yourself <laughs> and, and you know and you grow out of it and you, and you grow up but uh, but some We're people not. don't yeah but We're some, not. We, some yeah, people don't I, and you end up with some of the nightmare scenarios <laughs> well one like uh, for me there was a there was one character and i love this guy greg wilson is one of my favorite he's a comic um a lot of people come up to me at conventions and they have bonded Firefly uh, in a very meaningful way. A lot of people have. And possibly it was a time in their life when they really needed something to hold on to to get them through and the message of Firefly helped them. And so I've met a lot of people like that. And it's, and it's beautiful and it's great and I love meeting those fans. So I wanted to show that Without insulting, I God, I hope I didn't. But to have someone so far off on off the scale that it doesn't insult people who had real, genuine connections to Spectrum, where the guy comes up and says uh, he loves his my my character's catchphrase, which is, I will see you in hell, which everybody always yells at Ray, which has got to be like the thing where you're like, God oh, Almighty. Why? Uh, Nathan came up with like that. the first the uh, first thing in the uh, you know the first episode, some fan shoves a, a, a magazine or something under the edge of the men's room wall. Yeah, <laughs> and that was based on a experience at a at a urinal. It happens to Ray uh-huh. in the show. I'm in a stall, and there he's talking between the people. They're <laughs> talking over him <laughs> from the two neighboring stalls, and. Uh, that happened at a urinal where one guy looked at me and went, oh, my gosh, whoa, you're wash, man. What? And then the guy on the other side went, oh, my God, I love fire. Hey, right, right. I said, guys, stop it. Both of y'all, you've got to stop. We can't have this conversation. Look what's in your hands. <laughs> guys, I will meet you over at the sinks. <laughs> I'm glad they were suitably impressed. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it is based on things. Oh. Uh, but the, the guy at the con, Greg Wilson, says, uh, you, oh, gosh, I used to know it so well. Do, because he, he's Mexican, as is Greg Wilson. <gasps> uh, the second episode. help me uh, forget about what happened to my village. I burned it down. <laughs> and it's, it's so ridiculous. It's not something that happened to him. It's something he uh-huh. did. And uh, it's just, his delivery on that is uh, I couldn't keep a straight face. I, I kept I kept breaking, and I try to pride myself on never doing that. But it was too much. He was he was too funny. And that's transformed into a rather touching scene. And this guy is dressed as a tooth fairy. Yes, brought it from home. <laughs> that was his. That's just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any words. I'm sorry. <laughs> but there was also in that same, it's a signing line when the scene that's happening and I'm, you're just greeting different characters and there's a, a Darth Vader who comes up and he's breathing and he's very intimidating and he says, could you make it out to Kevin? And that happened at, at a con in San Antonio. And although that is very, um, you know, people look very scary and then they're just normal people. So, uh, that isn't as funny as when the guy, tr- the Darth Vader, tried to pick up the picture, and he was wearing such thick gloves. He was just gr- trying to grip it, trying to find a way to get it to pucker and pull it off the table. And he finally goes, "Could you just hand it to me?" And that was the thing that was funny to me, and what I put in the show, and I really wanted to share that 
moment. And that's that's very real. And that's that's something it, that it happens. It was real enough to actually <laughs> Yeah. It happened. Well and that's that's the kind of thing that happens to you on the set too, you know. Yes. I mean, it's it's right. all it's all meant to look fabulous. And the, in practical terms, you know, you're wearing a costume, you can't see, you can't turn your head, you can't step, uh, you can't step on certain parts of the set because those parts aren't built to take the weight of a human being, all sorts right. of things. Right. It, yeah, it's that extra, the extraordinary put into the ordinary, you know, the, the fantastic put into real. And there's so much opportunity for humor in that. Mm, like the the reasons movie stars or people who work on the set all wear sunglasses, they don't wear sunglasses to look cool. They wear sunglasses so that they don't trip on the damn cables when they come back in out of the sunlight. Because <laughs> they can, if they don't, they can't see. They they spend the next five minutes being blind and waiting for their eyes to adjust. I have a secret: half of them just wear sunglasses. Just so you know, half of them are trying to be cool. Uh, uh, well, yeah. But this does explain why I've been tripping on a lot of cords over the years. <laughs> you might right. try it. You might try the sunglasses. Yeah, I think I need to start doing that. I don't think anybody's going to not know who you are, though. You know, you're past that. <laughs> you know, you just get. I don't to, know. You never. You know, you never know. It's. I, I, I've been around for a while now. I'm. I'm a. I'm an elder. I'm an elder statesman on many sets, and. Uh, which is and, which is kind of a thing, you know, being as young as you are, right? I mean, okay. Well, it's it's also an elder to be, yeah, longevity surviving. in this career is uh, I don't know, it's 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 a trick you got to pull off. It's something to pull yeah. off, and uh, it's been I've had a I've yeah I've been doing I feel like for a while now, and uh, yeah, it's it's great, it's great. So I don't I, know, uh, man. I you know one of the episodes it was you know. Talking about requiring a thirty-year-old in the part, and right. someone's going, "Yeah, right." And I'm yeah. like, "Hey, yeah, let's <laughs> still do that." Casper Van Dien. Yes, <laughs> that's Casper Van Dien. I suppose he was on the other end of that at some from point. From Star. Well, he doesn't age. It's weird. He has the non-aging gene, which he won't share his secrets. But he appears in. Every, he's the bartender everywhere. He starts as the bartender at the airport, then somehow he's magically at the con as the bartender, and then he's the bartender in the next episode in the hotel. He's also the bartender at a comic book store in a few episodes later. So uh, I want to go to the comic book store with a bar. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would that would be good for sales. I agree. After I a agree. Few, definitely. Few green drinks with umbrellas in them. I'd I'd buy the big ticket props too. <laughs> I feel like I've seen that. I don't know. Maybe I just I maybe know. I just brought in my maybe, own. Maybe uh, maybe melt. Is it does meltdown comics is big enough to have a bar? Oh yeah, they do actually. Yeah, they, they do. Have one in the back. Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah, meltdown. Because we were at um, a few years back, we were at a, a craft fair. That was held there, and they had the entire back space devoted to the craft fair. And that was—I had no that'd idea they it, had that much space back there. That'd make an awesome bar. Yeah, that's uh, Meltdown Comics in uh, uh, Hollywood. Yeah, that's on, on Sunset. On Sunset. Yeah, it's uh, that was actually the con in my head when I wrote the scene of going to uh, the comic book store. That is uh, Seth Green is the. Is the comic book store owner in the comment <laughs> episode where uh, Ray is going for a panel of voiceover actors, and uh, he has a tough time there. It was great to get Mindy Sterling, who plays uh, my character's manager, with Seth Green because they were both in Austin Powers. Right, right. She played his, his son, mother. I yeah. think. She was. Or she did not play his son. He that was yeah. He was the son. He was. Uh, she he wasn't was, the son. He was the son. He was the son, I think, of her, her yes, as well. Yes. Yeah, of of Doctor Evil. Was his name Doctor Evil? Doctor Evil. He didn't go to Evil Medical School to be called Mister. <laughs> nice. What do they teach at Evil Medical School? Vivisection. But I digress. <laughs> Michael Dorn is in that episode, and uh, Kevin Grievous, who wrote. Uh, it was uh, apropos that he was in a comic book store. He wrote the I Frankenstein series, and he also wrote the vampire under un, what's the one 
with I don't know with, Underworld? with the uh, they've made three movies out of it Underworld uh, Underworld Underworld with Kate yeah so he wrote those and he was he's he has a very deep voice and so he he he's voicing in the episode Sparkle the fantastical dragon it's a <laughs> little girl uh, yeah and Ray insults everybody as always mm-hmm. and it, yeah that was a fun episode so you have a story you have a character arc for Ray. Yes, he he. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a troubled guy. He's hoping to break into the business at, at the end of the the season, which is 130 minutes long. Uh, they're broken up into 10 minute episodes. Currently on mm-hmm. Vimeo, it's going to be coming out in uh, on iTunes February 8th, so very soon. And by the end, there is a. Episode, the Spectrum, there's a potential for a Spectrum movie. They're going to make the Spectrum movie. And that's not what Ray wants. He wants to get away from sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And instead, he's, they keep pulling him back in. So, <laughs> yeah. so the second season would have him doing something. I have, I don't know. Do you want to say, I mean, it's, he, he doesn't, he won't want to do the movie for sure. So, uh, but, but we'll have the, that the the cast from Spectrum, which Amy Acker is uh, from, she was an angel, and she is in person of interest right now. But she was also in Dollhouse. Her and I worked on Dollhouse together. I cut her face up with scissors oh. on another Joss Whedon show, um, and uh, she's I think one of the top actresses acting in the world today. I'm I'm after directing her. Absolutely, I've never seen such ability to to just turn on a dime and give you options 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 no matter what you throw at her she's like got it got it and beyond that she she takes whatever is written and goes 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 further in a way that's funnier than what you wrote so well that's the that's the great thing about about creativity it's cumulative and it's it's uh you know it 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 comes together uh to make a whole that's greater than the sum of its parts absolutely especially when you're working with talented people uh, the the effect is just amplified and it becomes something far more wonderful than you it may not be what you originally envisioned but it's something far more wonderful than you could have yeah. Well, everybody was, in Dollhouse had to be able to switch characters on a right. drop of a hat, any hat, any style hat you ever <laughs> imagined. It kind of defined the show, didn't it? It did. Yeah. And then in Angel, her character kind of got possessed and was a very different character after that. And oh my uh, God, she's so good. just watch it happen in her face and just ugh, give me shivers. So, yeah. you have, uh, so she is that good. You guys are working on a comic book? A oh, yes. A graphic novel? Uh, we finished the first book, and it'll be out on Free Comic Book Day on May 7th, which we're really excited about because they don't choose a lot of comic books for that day. No, they I don't. know, right? that's, that's quite an honor. What's the yeah. name of the book? So it's called Spectrum, which is based ah. on the show within <laughs> course, the show comic. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> so the TV show that was canceled within comment starts – Right after they leave Earth, because Earth has been attacked and is lost. And so the TV show is started there. Uh, the comic book is going to bridge, it's going to tell the story of the escape from Earth and how they first get introduced to the spaceship spectrum and how it works and who all the people are, all the characters on that ship and how they all come together. Huh. So that's something a, that your fan geeks in the show would all want a copy of. It's fun. It's great. And I'm just Nathan's on here, the cover. I'm sitting and, here with uh, my mouth open because <laughs> the the level of detail, the the uh, the underpinnings of all this go so yeah. deep, and it's so it's so creative, and it's, I mean, the way you describe it, Spectrum, hell yeah, I'd watch it if it were produced. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen. Wouldn't the first that be a delicious bit of irony? Really, you know, this that would be this funny thing that Alan Tudyk <laughs> invents as a, a PJ had came up with this, and, and and you grafted it onto your concept. Is that yes? Yeah, we 
we write the comic together, PJ and I, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a different process, different from anything I've uh, done before. It's it's a lot of fun. It's you know that is a collaboration too because you're collaborating with artists and uh, and together, mm-hmm. and it comes comes together really fast. So you need to know what you're doing. Uh, know know your story well because. It happens fast. Yeah, you can't play with it and tweak it until you, uh, you know, until you get the balance right. It's like the ultimate storyboard, isn't it? Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. Comic books are so much like filmmaking, uh, right up to the point where you actually have to go pick up a camera. You know, it's, it's, the writing is very similar. Yes. Um, uh, There's a lot of action. And it's all, it's all, um, of course, it's all very visual, but you have to think about, Camera angle and framing mm-hmm. and lighting and color and, and pacing and all of these other things. Yeah, exactly. Pacing. It's a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't have to worry about the big budget, though. You can have things explode. You can have a, you know, a fleet of spaceships come in. You can, you can, can have aliens that, that uh, look more like uh, somebody with a turtle on his head. Yeah, no matter yeah. what, it's going to cost you 250 a page to get drawn. And mm-hmm. Is it a comic novel or comic book? It's a comic. There's four books uh, that come out. So it's uh, a, a miniseries. Yes, it's a miniseries. There we are. It's a miniseries. And then I believe it'll be bound together. Uh, As a graphic novel one of these days. Yes. And, I think that's uh, the word. That's what the cool kids call it. Well, and now that you have this this new thing, Spectrum, figured out, <laughs> <laughs> the natural next step... It's a to... Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> Be Alice Duck and Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, good. The, the science fiction producers, huh? Mm. No, I was, I was going to say, uh, uh, you know, the logical next step is, uh, heck, it, it's already got a, a, a big name attached to it, and it's already a solid concept. Let's and have a con man con. Yeah. <laughs> A con man con. Oh, that would be that would be recursive, wouldn't it? We're going to be at cons. There's going to be con man booths, and I'll be going to a lot of cons this year because I'm more free than I was certainly for the last six months uh, of the past year. Uh, I didn't really get if if I had been not been shooting a movie, I would have been touring the con circuit to uh, share con man with everybody but uh so this year and we're gonna have booths mm-hmm. con man con would be great though also to do spectrum you know there's a there's a there's a in the final episodes there's a animated opening to spectrum uh the sh- you you get us the idea is that the creator of spectrum i remember the last day of fire let me back up back up back up or not the last day of fire but when we were canceled the day we were canceled, Josh said, everybody come in here, and we all were, were gathered on the bridge, and he said, we've been canceled. <laughs> and it was right before Christmas, and uh, we still had half of an episode to shoot, so we shot that episode knowing we were done, and we had this great, you know, sad time together. We all knew that it was over, so every scene was cherished. And the idea is that Spectrum... It was canceled in much the same way, but the creator's reaction to it was different from Joss's, which was to steal all of the dailies and leave the country with them and because he was upset that they had ruined his novel and he hated the network uh, that goes unnamed and uh, goes off to Holland somewhere. So in the final three 10-minute episodes, he has edited it together over a decade later and filled in the scenes that weren't shot with Dutch actors in a very low budget mm-hmm. production. Uh, there's, there's and he, shadow puppets. So he's basically and, ruined the thing. And uh, yeah, he ruined, he ruined it, but it's, there are scenes that were shot that are, that are, that you get a sense <laughs> of what the show was like. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, but there is an animated opening and, and Ray says, Oh my God, he animated the opening. He always wanted to do that. So you see, a great little piece of what it would look like animated. And uh, 
whenever I watch that thing, I get excited to like, that looks right. We should, we should maybe do that. And, uh, that's, that's the great, that's the great thing about this stuff. You know, I mean, every time, every time you make something new, it can be the, the jumping off point for a whole new, a whole new world, a whole new excursion. Yes. Yes. You know, and I, I should, I should say that that was shadow machine who, came in and did our uh, animation for us. And it, it was amazing. It was amazing who came together to do this. They, I can't even say, can we cuss on this? Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> no. We family family show. Family show. Because I did a comic. I did a, I, the only reason I would have said it is that I did an animated short with them that had cuss words in the title. But they're, <laughs> they're amazing. And I also did, uh, oh, it was like a steampunk vampire thing called... Uh, we only did one episode and then the company folded. Uh, oh my God. Steamship, steamship. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. I'll think of it. I played the captain of this. In the morning when you remember. Steamship lollipop. No. (laughs) I did that too, but it's a, that's a different, that was a different thing. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Yes, there, there's much to it. I mean, the, I'd love to do more when, when while we, while PJ and I were going around town with this. PJ's, uh, PJ's full name is? Uh, PJ Harzma. PJ Harzma. I just wanted to make sure that that got into the show at yes, some point. Yes, Sorry, PJ Harzma. That's okay. Um, and while we were going around town, it was just like, look, I'm going to write as many episodes while we're shopping it. So, cause we don't know if somebody buys it, they might say we want 13 and I better get to writing. So as I was writing and as we shopped around town, we would sit and talk about it and we go, yeah, spectrum inside. Oh, you know what I'd love to do is make it the comic. We could do the comic. That would be great. And you know, a graphic novel, uh, a game would be fun. And then when we crowdfunded it on Indiegogo, we, you know, the fans were amazing. And we raised over a million dollars in one day. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, we I, ended up, I was in on that. Thank you very much. All right. I'm in there. Thank I'm you getting very my, much. Yeah, fist I owe bump. You a, a hug. Oh. Um, hugs all around for supporters for Command. All right. Uh, so we raised that money. And as we, we raised for the, the show Conman, we'd always said, look, let's just focus on that first. And all these great all these ideas we want to do, those are, you know, for later. But since, we, since there was such a great response to uh, on the crowdfund, we were able to set goals for all of these things and they all got funded. And the last one was the game, which is called Con Man the Game. And uh, it's going to come out later this year. Wow. And it's a app, a game that you would have on your one of those on a mobile device. Uh-huh. And you build your own con. Uh, <laughs> huh. I think we're you, doing that, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> the Weedonopolis con that's like across the street from us just about and, uh, that's and you're, you're building it you're putting it together yeah, she's, I'm, she's I'm, on, I'm the, on the committee on the I'm running the, the, committee. the hospitality suite for people to get away from it for a while cool yeah Krypton Radio is going to be there yeah so alright and uh, and you know if you're if the, it's the same and you'll be in town it's the same weekend as uh, uh, comic book day oh cool so Bye. We're going to be running around that day. I think we have a signing at signings around town, Nathan I'm and just, I. I'm just Leah. saying, come on by. All I right. Happy. It would be good to see you in person. Yes. Uh, this the the game will be. I, I I'm hoping more fun. <laughs> work. Like, I've, I've run a con I, I, you're going to have to really sell me on this app <laughs> so it's kind of a sims thing in that way that it's you're putting a booth together you start off with Ray Nearly my character and you're trying to draw fans in trying to draw a crowd and uh, you have you can bring in different uh, food options for the fans if, if you don't empty the trash uh, then rats come. And you have to take care of the rats. You have to hire a you have to take janitor in there. And if it if you get enough people, if the con you can grow the con, so you can bring in different stars. And if if you aren't taking care of the con, if you aren't refilling pictures, if you uh, let things lapse, or the toilet overflows, and you don't fix that, uh, the fans start to riot and they start to burn down your 
This is realistic. I'm it's very really realistic. That's, this is this not a real convention, but an incredible simulation. Yeah. <laughs> and luckily, real conventions don't have aliens that start attacking uh, because if it becomes too out of control, the, the, there's um, uh, cosplayers that are actually switched then to real aliens and attack, and you have to fight them. So there's a fighting element to the game as well. And then you <laughs> you you build and you you grow out of a small con to a bigger con to a bigger con. You can grow them until you get to the Shaka con, and that's bringing <laughs> out, uh, <laughs> Jack oh, Moore, God. Nathan Fillion's character. He's like the top star to bring into the con and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're very excited. Freema, we're making it with Freema, a company out of uh, Montreal. We started that, wow, right after we, whoops, right after we uh, finished Principal Photography. No, right after we finished that, so we finished Principal Photography on Con Man. We, we went to Con Comic-Con in San Diego. They put us in Hall H. Ooh, the big, 6, the big room. Yeah, big room in the grown-ups room. Yeah, it was like we were stuck between like um, Sherlock Holmes and uh, the uh, Mockingjay. I mean, it was like it was. It was, it was, huge. It was we the like, perfect, uh, God, perfect the, time slot for you. Nobody me. would dare leave. No one would dare leave the room. <laughs> I know. Get the estrogen brigade. Exactly. It was wonderful. We were very, very. I'm very a proud excited. member of the Estrogen Brigade. Thank you very much. <laughs> it so, just sound, it yeah. all it all sounds like like uh, like so much fun. I'll oh, wait a minute. We've got a helicopter going over. Oh, the helicopter! Apparently, we have several helicopters going over. Do, 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 do. God, I hope they're I hope they're one they're they're from our side. <laughs> <laughs> it's the valley. You never know. So um, let's see. PJ wanted us to mention something else, and I'm not remembering not remembering what it was. It was the the graphic novel? There was right. The, uh, uh, You're uh, looking the, at the me comic. like I know. <laughs> oh, well, there's a there is a uh, there's a novel that we're going to make though uh, as well that will will be the novel that Spectrum was based on, and <laughs> you have that outline. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> so that would that'll be you know that's another piece that we want to do. I mean, there's that's the great hysterical. thing about the world of cons is you've you've seen different shows and movies mm-hmm. um, grow, like you were talking about, just grow. There's there's different places, uh, there's different places to tell stories that are attached to your big story in mm-hmm. different media uh, to tell them in mm-hmm. and. Having gone to so many conventions and having watched Firefly do that same thing, you know, for a show that only lasted 14 episodes, uh, I've seen so much of it grow. Oh, we're doing a fan fiction thing right now. We just announced that was it today. It. That was it. The fan fiction yeah. contest. Dude, uh, we've got to do this. We got to yes. submit what's Yes, the, please what, do. What's submit. the URL for it, first of all? Uh, it is ink. I got to put it. I got to. I, I can give ink, you the URL. Yeah, I just at three o'clock, three o'clock, ink it. It went live. So the U- URL is inkit, spelled I N K I T T dot com mm-hmm. slash conman, C O N M A N. Uh, all lowercase, all, all crunched together. If you go to my uh, Twitter, also, Alan Tudyk, I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I I tweeted it also Conman the series is uh, also uh, our Twitter news and that was tweeted there as well. So tell us about Inkit. It's it's a it's a a, a, a fan fiction platform and you're running a contest that ends. Um, I th- what is it in three weeks? Real it's soon. in three weeks. This is great. See, this is again. Where PJ knows all the ins and outs because he's been talking with Inkit. Uh, it does end. Oh, I can't wait to tell you uh, how great it is 
<laughs> it will. We will have the details on our website in the. Oh article. my gosh! Yeah, yes. we're going to get to. We're going to we just collect up a bunch of stuff, dump it on the story. You know, when we say what episode we're running tonight, and it'll all I be should there. Say, we I should invite say PJ that, uh, back to just talk to him for an hour because <laughs> there's so the, much. You know, there's, there's more there's, than we can talk about in one hour between the two of you. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I I the, the, I can't say this about Inkit uh, or what the contest is. You know, it's fan fiction. Write about three pages. You can do a fan fiction, like an episode, a story of Firefly. You know, three to five pages, a mm-hmm. story of Firefly that didn't uh, that wasn't told, or it can be a con man and, and a life of the con. It can uh, within that world or Spectrum. That's pretty wide open for people. Uh, oh God, we could do from, we could do all the tropes of fan fiction. It's one story. Yes, yeah. do that. Uh, just <laughs> Lieutenant know. Mary Sue that falls in love with the captain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, try to. I don't want to say too many dirty words or sex acts. Uh, just <laughs> we try to be safe for work. That's what, you know. Oh, that's good. That's we don't want good. anyone getting fired because of us. Oh, that's good. That's that's a good. <laughs> it's a good yeah. goal. We we've yeah. we've fallen short once or twice. <laughs> Well, work. Every once in a while at work, you fall short as well. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, you slip in. You slip. Uh, what, what am I talking about slipping in? Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's you, what she you, said. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yes, do that. Write it. And then whoever wins the contest, I will read it uh, to the best of my ability. I'm hoping to have some kind of Foley sounds. Uh, you know, I'll be able to, as a voiceover actor, imbue the characters. Maybe we can get Nolan North involved, who's on comment. An amazing, he does Uncharted. He does Drake on Uncharted. He's, he's one of the top voiceover actors. Ooh. And uh, in comment, he plays the second best motion capture artist in the world, <laughs> uh, uh, Jerry Lansing. And he's a, um, a Lothario. But yeah, he's, uh, I, I work with Nolan on Young Justice. He was young Superman. And uh, he's, he's one of the most talented people I've ever met. Uh, and, and funny. I was like, Wendy, what? Do you have your own sitcom or something? It's, what have I missed here on the first day I met him? And he's like, I wish. And so when we did this, uh, he definitely had to be a part of it. Because he's very bizarre. His humor is very bizarre. He had one line that is going to be on the DVD where he's talking about uh, the Bobby character by Min, the, the manager who's constantly inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I loved her. She's just like yeah. she's completely yes. misunderstanding her place in the world and yes. what she's supposed to be doing. And, and loves her. Like she has all these crazy things, but she embraces them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that she she talks about her you know, talks about what she's done. I've done cruises and commercials and television, films, plays, and snuff films. <laughs> snuff films? She, yeah, we botched the ending. And she's like disappointed that they didn't, oh. they didn't kill her. Um, anyway, she says to Nolan, there'll be, there's an outtake that uh, she says after Ray upsets all of uh, these handicapped fans, uh, she, they pass by and says, have you ever had sex with a handicap? Because they're both sexually. Anyway. Uh, and his line was, yes, my first wife had two wooden legs, but real feet. (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean? He is so off. Like he's off in his own land. You're like stunk. It's stunk. I'll tell you right now. Like he went on. It's like just stop, stop, cut. What are you doing, man? That's great. But please. Oh yeah. So maybe we'll get him to do some of the the reading as well. We'll. I'm looking forward to reading them. Looking forward to reading them. So that's that's what the winner gets when they if they win the contest. Yes. Okay. And I'll be doing a lot of reading of fan fiction. So Make if you it want good. me to read your fan fiction, I will. I'll be reading them. So, uh, I don't know. We're going to be hiring writers. Who knows? Who knows? It's it's an opportunity to, for fans to be a part of the sphere. 
You yeah, know, to we be, might to be a part so, of the flow, a part of the continuum. To be part, to be on the spectrum. No way. Yeah, we can. Ooh. I think that there's. If if I was able to direct myself to the Inkit uh, website, it uh, it uh, does. There's more than just me reading the thing. I think I read more than one, and there's a second place or something along those lines. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot. That's awesome stuff. Another thing to do. Look, I, here's yeah. a little story right here by Alan Ashley called A Little Leaf, a short story, which seems appropriately uh, about a leaf on the wind, I'm guessing. Oh, I was so not going there. But that's what it is. I, I, you know, I've signed some leaves. Oh. I've signed some dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, I've signed a lot of dinosaurs, but I've seen some leaf oh, tattoos. I've seen a lot of I'm a leaf on the wind tattoos for people uh, that that's become their sort of guiding mantra. It's a good guiding mantra, but it didn't end well. Uh, that's, you know, I think if I saw somebody write, I'm a leaf on the... <laughs> that's really a bad guiding <laughs> mantra. You've heard all the jokes then, you know. Yeah. The, the, How do weavers do their laundry? They Right. Know, they put it through the They put the it through wash. the wash. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> it will <laughs> never not be too soon. <laughs> Or as Nathan says, still funny. Um, <laughs> sure, it's funny to him. <laughs> still, it's still funny. So, yeah. so, does he do that at conventions when you're with him? Mm-hmm. Bring that one out every time. Oh, every time, we have a good time. He calls me at conventions. I call him at conventions while he's on panels. Oh, but good. We're gonna. We've been doing some con man panels, and we'll be doing more around. Again, PJ would PJ Harsman would come in and go. You're going to be at this con. You're going to be at this con, and the big tractor truck pull. You'll be doing this, and you know, he knows all, all of my where I'm going. And some of them were with Nathan, and we do those, and we give out uh, gifts to people who ask questions and neat stuff. Well, we will come see you at the next convention. We can. All right. Hopefully, we'll see you. On Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, that'd be great. Alan Tudyk, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of The Event Horizon. It has been an absolute delight. This has been lovely. Lovely. Thank you for joining us this evening for episode number 126 of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for February 6th, 2016, with your hosts, Susan L. Fox and Gene Turnbow. Our guest this evening has been actor and voice artist Mr. Alan Tudyk. This episode will air again on February 7th, 2016 at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, and at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Once all the airtimes have passed, you will find this episode and others as downloads on KryptonRadio.com and on iTunes and Stitcher as podcasts. If you are an author or other creator and would like to be on the show, please contact our production manager, Kat Carter, at catcarter at kryptonradio.com. If you would like to become a patron of the Geeky Arts, you can do so for as little as $1 to $5 a month. Visit patreon.com slash kryptonradio to join the Krypton Radio family of patrons. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The science officer was played by Mark Schurmeister. The engineer was Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was Christine Cherry. And the captain was voiced by legendary science fiction writer Larry Niven. This program and its contents, except where provided by others, are copyright 2016 by Krypton Media Group Incorporated. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs>